up everybody, it's your boy Flash from ALWT Gaming, aka Malachi36. I'm here with Mildewy Carrot and it's the nine ball on March 15th, 2022, episode 11 of season two. How are you beautiful gentlemen doing today? Pretty good. I'm fantastic, great. Fantastic, fantastic. It's getting a little bit warmer out there, which is nice. We're in Ohio and we just had some really unfortunate weather over the weekend uh not for me mildewy likes the mildewy likes the the cold um <laughs> but yeah yeah we ain't, we ain't about that life uh but uh it's it's a brand new day you're about that half-life <laughs> it's a brand new day uh having a good time with it new games are coming out um mildewy carrot how have you been man i've been good just kind of relaxing a bit recently just Getting into a spring cleaning mode that hasn't hit my my living area yet too much, but you know the other areas it's been hitting and just kind of going with that. And then I'll probably be back on doing more gaming later. I know you guys have been harping on me about Elden Ring, but you know, That's gotta cool. ch- balance the checkbook and then we'll go from there. Yeah, <laughs> heard that. Yeah, yeah, I've been playing some uh, quite a bit of Elden Ring myself. Um, I know Absurd to Three Fifteen is playing that a lot. Gravity Marcus, Silent Ohio. Uh, definitely is like that little group in general is just really hardcore in the Elden Ring at the moment. I'm just trying to get through the base story. <laughs> I don't mind. I don't mind the game itself. Like it's a, definitely a fun game and it has my attention. Um, more or less, it has my attention because of the community that's around me that's playing it. If this was a game that came out by itself and I was the only one interested in this, I probably wouldn't be on it right now. To be completely honest with you, um, but overall, it's still a really fun game. Uh, really cool. Uh, the possibilities in the game almost seem endless. Uh, but yeah, but the main core reason why I personally picked it up was because I wanted to play cooperatively with my friends and just to kind of see how that campaign goes, which is good. And that that's another thing. I will say this about Elden Ring because I still have yet to do my post-review video on it. The one thing I will say, say is that the story for me is very forgettable. Like, I don't care about the story one way or another. And as the type of gamer that I am, I do like story games. I do like something that's narrative driven. So, um, so I guess that you could say that that's kind of a knock, but it doesn't. It really doesn't take away from the game at all. It's still really fun. So, yeah. If if, if Souls likes are are up your jam, up your alley, yeah, yeah. This is definitely going to be the game for you, one hundred percent. I have been reading my manga, watching some anime. Been super stuck on My Dress Up Darling, which is a slice of life anime that's been airing uh, every Saturday. Um, and I cannot tell you how much of uh, I enjoy that anime. It's so good. Um, I'm having my, my Sword Art Online era right now. And what I mean by that is that there's a time period when I first started wa- uh, watching Sword Art Online, but actually getting through it. Because when I first tried to watch it, just couldn't get into it. But when I actually got through the first season I was, and I saw where it was going... I was like, all right, this is awesome. And then when I finished it to where they were at, I just turned around and rewatched it again. And I did that for like months straight. Like it was just so good. So I'm having that same moment right now with my dress up darling and I'm not regretting any minute of it. It's really good. Uh, But I've been reading Rent a Girlfriend and it's at that point where I think the manga is about to wrap it up. And I'm, I'm glad of where it's at, where it's heading. And I can't wait to see what next week's episode has to offer. But yeah, Nineball, how are you doing, man? Pretty good. I'm good today. 
So I've been, been working a lot, and besides that, actually, haven't been watching, still ain't watching in the way of anime. I'm still doing my Star Trek Discovery. So, we're mid. Yeah, we're mid. Uh, I believe I'm in season three of Discovery right now. Okay. Okay. Um, for don't anyone want to that, spoil too much on that, though. Yeah. For anyone <laughs> that is uh, currently watching right now, we appreciate you guys. We love you guys. This Thursday is going to be our SIN segment on Anthem, and it looks like we're towards the end of it. So we'll be wrapping up that stream here relatively soon. This Saturday is going to be our 9 to 5. It's going to be a little different just because we have prior engagements in between. So it's going to be 9 until roughly around noon. And then we're going to uh, get back. Instead of it being at 1, we're going to get back at 2 p.m. And then we're just going to finish out the 9 to 5. Um, we're going to be on Digimon Masters Online. So we're going to see what that game has to offer. It's going to be on PC. And we're going to have a good time with that more than likely. Uh, but... Why we are here today is because we're going to be talking video game news. And the first news that's on our list is that PlayStation is having another state of play. Literally almost exactly a week from the last state of play. <laughs> like we just reacted to one state of play this past Wednesday, right? And it was just showing them, showing off a couple games, um, a, a couple updates. So like on uh, friggin' uh, what's that? What's the uh, the roguelike game? I'm thinking of right now. I can't. I'm drawing a blank. Oh, you're House, talking House about Mark. Returnal? Returnal, yes. The co-op yeah, uh, play on Returnal. They, yeah, they that, that I cannot wait yeah. for. Uh, that shocked That's... me. <laughs> you, you can watch the video and see how how expressive that is. Actually, my wife walked by when when that happened, and she just started cracking up because she's just like, <laughs> "What just happened?" Um, like, why are you just this happy? <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. Like, I'm not really a Returnal type of person, and it still shocked me. Like, I was like, "Whoa, that's really cool." Like, that's that makes me want to actually play it. Um, and speaking with somebody over here, Nineball, that has Returnal experience, does it feel like it should be a cooperative experience there? I can definitely be a cooperative experience. It's fun. I wonder how they're going to deal with the deaths, though, which is quite an interesting mechanic woven into it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how they do that. Death mechanics, um, battle yeah. mechanics, stuff, and certain other things. They, they did go ahead and introduce as well as, not only are they introducing cooperative play in there, but they also have a new game mode. That is going to be survival, where like waves of enemies are coming in. So, that makes sense. yeah, so that yeah, looks, I saw that was like the tower. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it was. So yeah, so it looks very interesting, and and yeah, and I do want to kind of go over those games of the state of play too as well that we saw last week. But before we jump inside story number one, I want to give you guys a little quick update on our fantasy gaming league as get new games are getting reviewed this week and coming out as well. Um, so fantasy gaming league again. For anyone that's coming in for the first time, it's literally like fantasy football, but it's with video games. Instead of it being on a weekly basis, it's on an annual basis, and you're against everyone at the same time. And it's on, is, it is scored on 100 points. Um, 70 points is the threshold. Anything above 70 points gains you points. Anything below 70 points loses you points. And then we also have things on there called counterpicks where you could try to screw up the other players in the game. For example, if I had Horizon Forbidden West and Nine Ball choose that as his counter pick, if it dropped into terribly, then I would lose those points because then again, anything under the seventy loses me points. But Nine Ball gains those points. But on the flip side, if it does fantastical and Nine Ball has it, then not only do I gain those points, but he also loses those points. And then also one thing I want to shout out there too as well because I didn't mention this before, but um, 
Anything above 90 is actually double points. So, for example, Ohio, make Ohio great again, has Elden Ring, and that got a 96. So, uh, 90 is 20 points above 70, so we got 20 points from that. But then the extra 6 that, that makes the 96 is all doubled. So, he got uh, 12 points instead of 6 points. So, he ended up getting 32 points as opposed to 26 points. You know what? I'm proud of Moga this, this season compared to last season. Yeah. <laughs> He's doing so much better. So, <laughs> I do have one question. Yes. When are we going to tell him we rigged it so he would win this year? Um, <laughs> well, I'm going to have to beat that part out inside the video. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, yeah. Moga got to go first, and he definitely he hit the the good games uh, hard. So, definitely, you know, he, he knows where it's at. We all know where it's at. So. Yeah. Uh, well, no, he went, gonna be he a also went game. first. He went first because of fan, because of football rules. To where if you had the worst record in the league, you, you draft first. <laughs> um, so needless to say, I'm not gonna see the reason why he ended up going first. But um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, with all that, I do want to go ahead and just shout out the games that's currently right now pending to come out and coming out and open slots that each team has right now. Moga, which is currently in first place right now at 56 points, has on his list. Pokemon Legends Arceus, which got 14 points. It got an 84 on Metacritic. Sifu got him 10 points, 80 on Metacritic. Uh, Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga, pending to come out. Marvel's Midnight Suns, pending to come out. Elden Ring got him 32 points, 96 on Metacritic. Uh, he has Nin- Teenage, Mijin- Teenage Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge. I couldn't say that. It's pending to come out. He has two open spots, and he has a counter pick of Suicide Squad Kill, the Justice League, which is not coming out, and that is on Renzo Renzo Kukin. Renzo Kukin's list. There we go. All right, going on over to his list now. Silent <laughs> has got a War Ragnarok pending. Triangle Strategy, 12 points, 82 on Metacritic. Suicide Squad Kill, the Justice League, not coming out. Chocobo GP got him negative two points. Got a 68 on Metacritic. Kirby and the Forgotten Land, pending. Final Fantasy 16, I gotta hope that's real. Pending. <laughs> Metroid Prime 4, pending. He has an open spot and he has a counter pick of Diablo Immortal. Uh, and he's currently right now in the last, no, second to last place right now with 10 points. Um, so he's in fifth place. Uh, ALWT Gaming, rec- uh, representing me, I have Horizon Forbidden West, 19 points. Got 89 on Metacritic. You couldn't give me two more points? You couldn't give me... All right, no. That's fine. Uh, a Plague Tale Requiem, pending. Starfield, pending. Ghostwire Tokyo, pending and coming out... Coming out on the 25th. Okay. So not this week, but next week. Um, Gotham Knights, pending. Redfall, pending. Mario Strikers Battle League, pending. The King of Fighters 15, uh, got an 81 on Metacritic, so it got me 11 points, and I have a counter pick of Bayonetta 3. Not because I don't think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be good. I don't think it's going to drop this year. And that is on Illuminatus Living's list. I am currently in second place with 29 points overall. Uh, Illuminatus Living, who is currently in last place, has Dying Light 2 Stays Human. Got him 6 points, 76 on Metacritic. Bayonetta 3, pending. Strangers of Paradise Final Fantasy Origins is pending at a 75 right now. That's interesting. I thought it would get higher. Uh, that's actually on our list, so we're going to talk about that in a minute. Uh, Morrow plus Rabbit Sparks of Hope pending. Diablo Immortal pending. Shovel Knight Dig pending. Two open spots and he has a counter pick of Saints Row 6. In fourth place, 
is Zaka Corp. And that is it's the nine ball. He has The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2 pending. Tiny Tina's Wonderlands pending. Stalker 2 Heart of Shinnable pending. It's not coming out this year. And they didn't officially. Let me see here. We'll not. Uh, yeah, they didn't officially announce it, but it yeah, looks we'll like it. it's going to be de- delayed because of everything. Because Russia being stupid. Um, yeah. Saints, Saints Row pending. Uh, Total War Warhammer 3. Got 17 points on Metacritic. I mean, 17 points, which is 87 on Metacritic. Send you a Saga Hellblade 2 pending. He has two open spots, and he has Marvel's Midnight Suns as a counterpick, which is on Ohio's list. And lastly, in third place right now is Carrot Patch Inc. He has Gran Turismo uh, 7, which got him 18 points, um, 88 on Metacritic. Forest Spoken, pending. Tunic, pending. Splatoon 3, pending. Stray, pending. Salt and Sacrifice, pending. Advanced Wars 1 plus 2, Reboot Camp, pending. He has an open spot, and he has a counterpick, which he got two points from because it's uh, it was Chocobo GP, and he is sitting, like I said, in third place with 20 points. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I do want to talk about the game that well the state of play that's happening this Thursday, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Before we jump to, uh, before we talk about it, let's read about it. Hogwarts Legacy State of Play. Chandler Wood from WB on PlayStation Blog says this in their article. Avalanche Software he said Avalanche and I got excited because I'm thinking Final Fantasy 7 but anyway I digress Avalanche Software and Warner Brothers Games are happy to partner with PlayStation to bring you a special edition of the state of play entirely dedicated to Hogwarts Legacy the broadcast will begin Thursday March 17th 2pm Pacific 5pm Eastern Standard Time 10pm Central Time since this since we first revealed Hogwarts Legacy the trailer has been viewed over 28 million times on PlayStation YouTube channel we promise to share more. Yeah, I know, right? Big numbers. We promise to share more this year. Big and we're numbers. <laughs> and we're finally ready to deliver on that promise. The show will run about 20 minutes featuring over 14 minutes of Hogwarts Legacy gameplay captured on PS5 and concluding with some uh, insight from a few members of the team at Avalanche Software who are bringing the wizarding world to life. Join us Thursday for Hogwarts Legacy State of Play on Twitch or YouTube at 2 p.m. Uh, Pacific time. Don't forget to head back there, back here to the PlayStation blog afterwards for a special post that will add a little more context to what we're about to show you. This is an incredible moment that we've been building towards for a long time. We can't wait to show you what we've been working on. End quote, end post. Now, this is a state of play. So I say that, Mr. President Mildewy Carrot. What are your thoughts about all of the, what you just heard and what's going to be showing this Thursday? So, it's definitely focused on the Hogwarts legacy, which I'm actually been waiting for more news on. I really want to know story points, story plot. Um, is it MMO style? Is it going to be you know kind of like those games where it's like you, know, you just are your own character in there, but then you can bring friends in for co-op play if you want to. Um, how does it work? Is it based on a full year, like like a full tenure there? Like, do you start off as a kid and grow up through the years? And as you do that, you know, like, what is it? Like, that's, you know, I'm kind of curious on those aspects on how they're going to run the game. So I'm hoping we probably can hear more about that. Of So story, um, 
gameplay, gameplay mechanics, you know, see how that all goes in there. And then hopefully we get some more information on a launch date, you know, possibly. Or even a launch month would be awesome as well. Um, so the other six minutes, I'm not sure what they're going to be doing besides maybe doing some base technical talks or maybe show some little small things. But Maybe like an interview or something with like the creators. Like that would yeah. be awesome if it was. But I... Um, yeah, it's just uh, it's. I definitely am very curious to see this one because I really, I, like I said, I have been waiting on this game ever since they announced it. I, it's really piqued my interest, so um, I want to know more. So I am very um, excited to hear about it and will be watching for it. Heard that? Did this surprise you? Getting this recent update just yesterday, actually. Did this surprise not, you at all that we were going to have this a state of play this another state of play this early? Not really, um, because I mean they actually did a it's not a state of a play, but they did an, um, an event for Monster Hunter Rise for the announcement of Sunbreak, um, Sunbreaker, and its launch date. So we know Sunbreaker is now coming out June thirtieth, and they've already got the um, pre order details in there along with like the additions and all that and the packages for it. So. I mean, because we had State of Play, we've had this announcement, we're having the Dead Space announcement here soon. I'm like, it I, It didn't surprise me. Like, if it had just been, like, you know, nothing quiet, and then, like, oh, Hogwarts, you know, Legacy State of Play, I've been like, oh, really? But it seems like everyone's doing, like, an announcement event, like, style State of Play now to try to announce those games that we've been waiting on that we didn't get much information from last year. They're now saying, hey, here's an event specifically for this game, so you've got the information. So, because they're doing that, it leads me to believe we are going to be getting, like, a, a launch date from so, there, just because of what they're doing. And that, that's solely... Sorry, not solely. That is the worst English I've ever had so far in my life. That's why it is a solo-based state of play based on Hogwarts Legacy only. At least so, is what I feel like. Just to clarify, the Monster Hunter Rise DLC, thats that wasn't a state of play. That was a Nintendo Direct, right? It was a Nintendo Direct event, but it's kind of like their state of play in a way. Right, yeah. To where, but it was only for that game. Yeah. Which is what this is kind of like, which is also what we've seen with the Dead Space Code. So it feels like they're, people are starting to do this more with games that are like, you know, if there's not like a large event coming up soon, they're going to do these directs on like very hyped games that people have been waiting for, it feels like. So we may see it with some other games and titles too. What yeah. they are, I don't know. It's all based on the developers. See, uh, yeah, and here's the thing. Like, I, uh, so first and foremost, I am excited about this game, and I definitely want to throw it on over to you, Nineball, get your thoughts about this. I'm excited about this game. Um, I know that the whole thing that's going out there with J.K. Rawlings and trans people and everything like that, that's been surfacing the internet, obviously. And <laughs> been that, surfacing, that, brother. It's been running around the whole place. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those things where it's just like, uh, just be nice to everybody. Um, but uh, but as far as the, the Harry Potter itself, like the, the game looks great, looks awesome. I am excited about it. Um, I... The reason why it shocked me is because it's specifically, it's not just a Nintendo Direct. It's not like an Xbox showcase or anything like that. This is a state of play. They're labeling it as a state of play, and we just had one. Not like eight days from when this is going to be happening. So that's the part that really shocked me. Um, as far as gameplay, I hope it is an MMORPG style. But I hope it is in the sense as far as like how DC Universe is. Not saying that the gameplay has to be DC Universe. I'm saying more along along the lines like those main characters are your supporting cast that's in the game. 
like how Flash is just a character that you get missions from and that you sometimes helps on missions in DC Universe, I would like to go ahead and do that in support with Harry or something. You would think of it kind of like a Xenoverse? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Where Goku's out there and, and Piccolo and everything like that, but they'll fight alongside you on certain missions or something. And uh, and then you can also go ahead and interact with them with your own creative person. I thought that would give it a really nice persona. The only thing, though, is if I'm not mistaken, I think that Hogwarts Legacy is taking place years before Harry's even born. You know what I mean? I think this is back Ooh. where, yeah, I think that's I the thing. I think it is. That's why I said I'm very curious on the storyline aspects mm -hmm. and how it's going to run in gameplay and what style it is in. That's why I really want this now event the, because the, the, yeah, it's going to definitely expand us? more. Yeah, it's going to definitely expand more. Now, now here's the thing: Do you think we're going to see those top wizards as kids or teens? That's what I'm curious about too, as well. That's You're talking different. like Dumbledore, McGonagall. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm. yeah Snake, I don't know. All of them. Like, I'm very curious of what that's going to look like. like Are just, they... hmm. Yeah, they didn't say an exact year on when it was before. Yeah, but it is labeled Hogwarts Legacy, which is making me think again, this is before Harry Potter's even thought of. They don't even, they don't even name it Harry Potter. It's, it's literally called Hogwarts Legacy. So, one of the things to kind of think about, um, let's see, okay, Riss is cool though, hey, I'm a young developer, and me and my friend are planning on making a game, it's going to be a web-based game so people can play it in schools, etc., etc., we were looking for his ideas, we would like to reach out to the community for game ideas, got any ideas? So, we're going to table that for a second. Uh, Rise, if you want to stick around because that's a very uh, interesting offer that you're throwing at us. And yeah, we're definitely like diving. We have different uh, gaming backgrounds here. Final Fantasy person for sure. Um, we got It's the Nine Ball right over here who likes horror games. You got uh, uh, Mildew We Care on over here who pretty much likes everything underneath the sun, especially if it's Monster Hunter. So yeah, we got some <laughs> ideas for you if you want to hang tight. Um, and I promise I won't I won't bench you for too long. But Nine Ball, I do want to ask your thoughts about this that's happening this Thursday. Uh, don't have much to say. Never really watched Harry Potter. Okay, you're off the stream now. No, I'm, just <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, uh, mute him. Mute him, please. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I've never really got into Harry Potter like that. I watch like I do a lot of. More sci-fi horror style fan than what I am ever been like mythical. Yeah, like most fantasy that I go back to like childhood. I think I watched, you know, like Wizard of Oz, maybe the Never Ending Story, Dark Crystal, <laughs> The Witches, stuff like that. Oh, but man. most of the newer ones, like I've never really seen that. I've never really watched like Lord of the Rings. I've oh, never really got into to most of that stuff. So to be fair. I played a they're long. Yeah. <laughs> All of them were long for that time period, so I I understand to a degree. Now, don't get me wrong. I play quite a bit also of RPG games, which is weird. Like, I love playing. Like, I played quite a bit. I played WoW. I liked WoW for a while. I played quite a bit of Final Fantasy fourteen, which I'm planning on getting back on here. Facts. And, of course, Guild Wars 2. I love those types of games, but I don't really watch those types of shows for some reason. Just don't really resonate. It's the same thing for me in sci-fi. 
You know, I, I definitely understand where you're coming from on that because I, I do enjoy a good sci Like, I do like Mass Effect of where it's going, but just normally the sci-fi genre just doesn't grab me as heavily as it would for, like, you and Mildewy. I'm more of the fantasy base, so that's why I'm, I'm drawn more to Dragon Age than I am Mass Effect. So, yeah. Sure. Were you surprised uh, about this whole state of play coming this Thursday? It was right after the heels of this last state of play? Yeah. That is so. What a weird like. I don't. I don't understand why they just. I don't know. Made it a bit longer. Maybe put some gameplay in there, but. I, I, and why are they calling it a state of play though? Well, it, that that makes sense to me because it, this game did first show up at a PlayStation Showcase. The very I think it was like the very first one. If not, it was def, definitely the second one where they started showing off the prices and stuff. But I'm pretty confident that this showed up at the first one, which is why. It's it, they're having a really close relationship with that. It's still rumored if it's, I believe it's still rumored. I, I should say, um, if it's going to be a PlayStation exclusive or a timed exclusive at least. But um, but yeah, but I know I definitely know that at least for our marketing purposes, it did show up at a PlayStation Showcase, which is why I'm not surprised at the state of play. Same thing as like Deathloop, and for Ghostwire Tokyo. No, it's it's not the same. Not as far as the quantity, all right? Yeah, <laughs> We're not going to... was everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it was everywhere under PlayStation and their own channel, but yeah, it was a little too much. I 1,000% agree with you on that. Um, I do want to... And, and let me ask you guys both this before we go on over to Rice Cool, though. Rye is cool, though. Rice is cool, though. I apologize if I'm butchering your name. Just, just a heads up. Uh... But I do wanted to ask you guys, do you think that this is what VGC was talking about as far as a state of play or a PlayStation event that's happening? Or do you think that we're still getting something before March is over? I think of anything else you can get besides the announcement of Spartacus. And the PlayStation yeah. services. Yeah, that would be the only thing I could or, think or of. That's, <laughs> that Spartacus and then PSVR too, I should say. Yeah, but I would think more down the line. I may do VR later. I would think Spartacus would be the only thing I can think of if it's launching. Like everybody's saying it's launching shortly. Do you think that Spartacus will be its own thing, or do you think there will be games included on that, and then they reveal Spartacus? What do you mean? Like, do you think that they'll be like, hey, here are some games that are going to be on VR, or here are some games that we're coming out with, and then all of a sudden, uh, bam, Spartacus. Oh, uh, they may probably start off with Spartacus to get you in the know about it and then start showing, oh, this is going to be on here and it's going to be on Spartacus. You know, kind of like right. in some ways. How, uh, yeah. Yeah. I can see mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Um, What about you, Mildewy, before we go on over to Rise's question? Do you, do you think that this is what uh, PlayStation was, I mean, not, but VGC was talking about as far as PlayStation's event? Or do you think this is something completely unrelated and we still might get something else before the month is over? I'm not too sure, to be completely honest with you. you I'm know, not it's, either. <laughs> it's kind of hard to tell with this, with what they're doing. So, we, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if we got another event or something coming up from PlayStation. You never know. So, this one, I am not going to put any bets on. I'm going to fold. No, no Andy up. No Andy up. Uh, uh, I'm on, Annie. <laughs> before we go on over to story number two, uh, we have a very interesting, again, just kind of repeating it again. 
Rise is cool though. Inside the chat said, "Hey, I'm a young developer, and me and my friend are planning to make. I'm making a game. It's going to be a web-based game, so people can play it in schools, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We're looking for, you know, what we're looking for is ideas, and we would like to reach out for the community for game ideas. Got any? I can stick around. So if you're still around right now, Rise, I uh, my first question would be if it's going to be a web-based game, is it something that's going to be RTS? Is it going to be turn-based?" Are you looking for something that has ATB in it, like a Final Fantasy? Um, so I guess what would your specialty be if you're a developer? Like, what's your background? Do you have more stuff like along the lines of like a fighter, like Absolver, um, and anything like that? Like, what what do you guys normally are known for making? Um, if, if, I'm assuming you guys are coming up from the ground up. What, what are you guys known for making? Also a question to be, because I actually dabbled a bit of this when I was in college um, with some web-based um, uh, coding and all uh, for gaming was like, you know, are you going to be doing this like uh, in terms of pixel graphics? Are you going to be doing the, um, mm. I forgot what it's called. You know how um, OpenTT has built their nine ball with the, um, the old style um, inverted square checkboard. I forgot the name of it i know <laughs> it's out there somewhere um but it, grid it based? yeah it's grid based but it's the inverted grid so it's where it's like you take the standard checkerboard but then it's like you rotate it to where it's like it's almost diamond hmm. it's a coding aspect for it and i forgot the name of it but it's kind of like how like a lot of like open tdd is built and like roller coaster tycoon was built on um Unless they've got no, I haven't touched this in a long, long time. So unless they've got coding and um, kits out there for allowing 3D modeling in, I don't know about that aspect. They actually just posted, "We're looking for a game that will, will be multiplayer." More looking for a game what people would love. Well, that's the thing. What people would love is it really depends upon the audience that you're shooting for because certain audiences will love certain games, you know. So especially if you want it to be played in, I think you said in schools and more schools, family friendly, family friendly games. So you're yeah. definitely going to want some sort of family old. friendly game. Uh, Josh Shy says, "Have I have you heard of any games like Scriblio? Make it mean as they are the kind of games that are addictive, etc." Okay, so you're more all right. So I'm here. What I'm hearing is more like Wordle, um, more almost like games with friends, if you will, or something like that. Words with friends or whatever. Um, something on the lower aspect of it, they are what we are trying to go for. Okay. Scriblio. Let me take a look at that because I have actually never heard of Scriblio. So let me go and take a look at that real fast. I think I have heard of Scriblio. It's just they do with it. Yep. Because I know the kids have put some stuff on here. Like they got like, what is that game? They got tabs on here. Scriblio. Yeah, it's like, um, see, it's like a free multiplayer drawing game. So. You know, you know, okay, I see, I see what you're saying. Uh, yeah. A game that I think that would be kind of cool. All right, yeah, I agree. Family friendly, something with schools allow, which I agree. Okay, it's basically a game where you guess things, then draw it for other people to guess. Okay, so so again, it does That's seem to be rates. more. Yeah, yeah, more. Okay, so you're looking for more of the, I guess you could say electronic board gameish styles, if you will. Um, so that means a, a, a casual crasher remake will be out of the <laughs> out of the question, from what it sounds like. Um, actually, I got quite a few board games, so I can't really say I got. I picked up so many. I got so many board games on here. Mm-hmm. 
I got like the game of life and stuff on my computer. See, when you say like you know games for like school friendly stuff, I think of definitely like educational games. Like I don't think I see enough of those nowadays because like when I was growing up, um, I used to have a bunch of these where it was like Never gaming. Mind, just- yeah, it was like gaming where it's like, but it's like you know, it's based on like you had to do math, English, you know, mm-hmm. uh, some sciences and stuff in there. Um, I mean, what we're looking for yeah. is here is school friendly, educational, and fun. Uh, I, I'd I, have to look up those old games I used to play that were that did that. You know, that were those educational, friendly, fun ones that were story based, but also did like a lot of um, you know, stuff with math, sciences, histories, and all that. You know, Dang, what so, were those things called? I don't know. Uh, how much history you've dug into video game there is rise. But one thing I will definitely shout out there, cause it's definitely before you were born. If you're 13 years old, one thing I want to shout out there is there's a one classic that I think if you've done it in the right way would be a smash hit. If you brought it back and that is Oregon trail. I was about to say the same thing. Oregon <laughs> I mean, Oregon trail, definitely. Yeah. Because so if, you if you don't know what it is, it's text based, but if you can make it multiplayer, maybe even like four players or something like that, towards like almost like a survival aspect, but not like you you die or anything like that, because I don't think that they won't have that inside school. But as far as like how's fire made and stuff, or um yeah, never heard of that, but I'll sure look it up and get some info on some things like that. Yeah, Oregon Trail is definitely one that was huge, huge in the what, eighties, nineties? Maybe yeah, that was back that. when. Who remembers that? And uh, what was that? Um, like I said, Number Munchers. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's a, big back. I found the series. Look up um, the Jumpstart series for PC gaming. They actually did a series of games that were from like first grade, third grades, you know, fifth typing and all to um, help people, like help kids, like learn while also playing a computer game. So. Um, they're really old, but they were really good. And I remember doing them when I was younger, like playing those games when I was younger. And that's kind of what helped get me into um, into these games um, a lot. Another I question. Also, I would, oh, go ahead. I was say, another quick question. Are they going to be kind of competitive? Or are you going to want them to work together throughout the entire game? I think it could be both. I think it could be like a, some sort of like uh, escape room style like uh, I don't want to say RPG, but escape room escape style. room like, is not bad actually. You can put like mm-hmm. math, um, mm-hmm. and maybe questions in order to unlock different things in order to move forward in the new rooms. And they have so much time in order to figure out what they're looking for. Yeah, I w- found one the thing- final one too. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> Clue Finders. Yes, uh, is the yes, other yes, PC Clue game Finders. series. Yes. Yeah, um, that one is another good one that's got a lot. And I think you could definitely do multiplayer with these games of like, do solo modes of finding the stuff. It's like, maybe it's like you get more and more friends linked in. You kind of maybe raise up the difficulty of the questions or something like that to where it's like, you have to like, you know, use some sort of co-op work and all. Um, the biggest challenge I think you may have with this is just making sure you've got the, like, you know, the right material in there um, in terms of, um, if you're going to go educational, definitely make sure you've got the right educational material in the current one, and you know stuff like yeah. that, and update as it progresses. But yeah. I have the not touched that stuff. Like so overlook it, all that good stuff. 
I, yeah. I definitely would also say, um, well, first and foremost, I have to throw this out there because uh, Mildew Care had said to raise the difficulty and not. And you guys get your raise in the drinks <laughs> at the. the, the oh, man. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. .com, type in I'm WTV sorry. at checkout and get 15% off. <laughs> that is Rep Sports, R E P P Sports.com. Type in ALWT Gaming at checkout get 15% off. Hey, you did it to yourself, but I would also say. All right, a Carmen San Diego spinoff of some sort that would kind of be cool too as well. Um, have have teams and get, that oh, can man. kind of coincide together with the um, with the escape room idea. Uh, bringing back Carmen San Diego—that's an old. Yeah, there, there's yeah we're, we're going old school on this. Yeah, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. A lot of stuff back then are just are coming back. That's what it is. They, they just come right back in a different form. So if you're the first mm-hmm. one to jump on it for Oregon Trail, I'm just, I'm telling you right now. Once you become multi billionaires, just let us just remember your friends here at ALWT Gaming and, and all that stuff. You know. So, <laughs> But yeah, yeah. So that uh, I would, I would uh, again. I, I really, really, really do think Oregon Trail would probably be the best bet out of all of them. But you have some ideas depending on what your your preferences are in general and what who you're trying to target and everything. So, and take yeah. a look at the games because a lot of times you see people kind of mix some games up because they like aspects of one um, and then like styles of another. So exactly. just take a look at them. You know, you got a couple of hits there. Um, they said you had Clue Finders. The um, what did I say? The last one was the jumpstart group um there and then you've got you know the oregon trail and that's all in there and you just gotta run with it then you know kind of just start putting stuff together see what you got what you can make and all so but definitely uh, best of luck to you for it you know um definitely a big um challenge you're taking on but sounds like you guys have got a plan for it so yeah, yeah. and, and we, hey, we're, we're here every sa- every tuesday 6 p.m eastern standard time we just talk video game news and everything like that sometimes we'll throw out ideas like this like we'll go ahead and be like hey well, it'll be cool if we see this game in this fashion and depending on what skill sets you obtain you can make that happen so there you go free free publicity if you will <laughs> anything like that um story number dos which is up nine balls Alley right there, which is perfect dark reboot, is in trouble. Matt Perslow from IGN uh, says this in their article. A new report source that uh, suggests that Microsoft, the initiative, the studio developing a reboot of Perfect Dark, has suffered a significant staff departures over the past 12 months. Staff are apparently leaving the company due to lack of creativity and uh, autonomy. I can't even say that word. Uh, autonomy, okay, and slow development progress. The report from BGC is complied from interviews with unnamed ex-initiative employees and, and analysis of the studio's structure. If uh, it notes that around 34 people have quit, ooh, 34 people have quit within the last year, including much of the senior design team. Game director Dan Newber- Newberger uh, appears to have left the team this year, and the previous departures include. Design director Drew Murray, lead level designer Chris O'Neill, principal world builder uh, Jolion Myers, and several more of the core team. Additionally, VGC notes that the, uh, the two senior rights, uh, writers recently left, as well as a technical director, technical art director, lead game play de- uh, engineer, lead animation, quality assurance lead, and more. VGC's interviews with former initiative staff suggest that the departures have come, quote, fast and furious, end quote, something that has impacted the monument uh, of the project. Reasons given for the staff departures that predominantly include uh, a feeling that the studio, not the collaborative place to work. Uh, it apparently built as a top-down hi- hierarchy, uh, st- stating that Newberger 
and the studio head Daryl Gallagher, uh, who heavily dictated the creative decisions. Staff apparently felt unheard by their seniors on issues such as development priorities, uh, project planning, and team staffing. The alleged result of this was a projected that the development, quote unquote, plainfully slow and a lack of company culture. Making games is hard enough, let alone when you feel like you can't get through to people making the decisions that affect everyone, one source says. Wow. So, I want to check in here, uh, but yeah, thank you guys. I mean, yeah, it's not impossible. It won't work either. But yeah, thank you guys for the ideas. Much love. I will stop by sometime soon. Appreciate it, Rice. Uh, Yeah, we recently started playing web-based games recently, and then we came up with the idea to make one. Thanks for the help. Certainly. Yeah, yeah, you guys already yeah. know. Like, video, yeah. Making video games is hard. We just read an article just now where developers <laughs> left because they're like, it's already hard enough. So, yeah, so never yeah. give up. Definitely give it up. Uh, definitely give it your all. It's probably going to take some time, mm-hmm. depending on what level you guys mm-hmm. want to hit at. It might just, take you just, a year. It might take you three years. Pace just yourself. take some time and just try some things and see what works. Yeah. And pace yourself, guys, because, you know, you definitely, you're starting off this, you know, don't try and burn yourselves out uh, first round. You know, this is probably, I'm guessing, your first game that you're trying to build. So, you know, yeah, definitely take care of yourselves for it. You know? ALWT stands for at least we tried. So as long as you tried, no one can blame me for anything. So you give it a shot, guys. If you fail, get up again. Keep going at it. Fail again and fail again until you guys succeed. So if, you ha- if no one told you that, you heard it here first. <laughs> Uh, on over to Perfect Dark. I do want to talk to Nineball because you're more in tune with the Perfect Dark series. What's your thoughts about all of this that's going down? Okay. Well, let's talk about my entombment here. <laughs> you ever heard of you, you ever heard of the gun called the Farsight? No. Oh God! It was the this is, is that just a sniper? It was a it was the cheapest sniper rifle ever. Okay. You could snipe people, but you could snipe them through walls. Okay, this is a gun like the arm resistant. Yeah, but in multiplayer, you was getting sniped from like upstairs because they could snipe you through walls. Okay, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> this is that why I remember like a cheat card. It is a cheat bit. card. That's this is why I remember the far. That's why I remember it so well. It's because of that far sight. But what I'm thinking overall is with their company, they just really need to just take that, uh, take the game, shelf it for now, put it to the side, and basically focus on that studio and get that studio up and running. Right now, in its current state, if even if they work on it, it won't be good. I can tell you that already. We've seen this happen before, namely with Anthem, and I hate bringing that one back up, but the <laughs> lack of creative decisions was basically, in the end, what caused a lot of his downfall. And I'm glad that the studios, if this is all true and everything, I'm glad that people are not just sitting down there and ain't doing nothing and just wasting the time and the money. Like I said, with Microsoft, they need to send somebody down there. Phil Spencer? Pick her up. Yeah, Phil Spencer. Well, you might <laughs> you might say a different type of Phil Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> Walks in, you just... Green. <laughs> <laughs> What's well, going on? It's like he's red right now. <laughs> but they need to get that place organized and get that dealt with first. And then maybe later on, I will return to 
Perfect Dark because the game's not going anywhere. Yeah, it's a reboot anyway, so it's not like that they have a sequel to follow up after that they have a timeline on. <laughs> Final Fantasy VII Part Two remake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What about you, there, Emil? What What does this news do for you? Are you have any history with Perfect Dark at all, or anything? I don't really have any history with Perfect Dark, to be completely honest, but um, it's definitely kind of interesting to see this coming out of a studio, like a different studio now, about, you know, about people leaving just because of the environments that they're in, you know? That it's and it's not like as bad as some other groups that we could talk about, um, <laughs> which we're not. Um, but it's definitely kind of concerning that this has occurred, though, that this is occurring, and it's like, all right, so I feel like this is strike three. Are we going to start paying attention and doing something to help, you know, or, you know, trying to change this? You know, are they going to do something that's like, I don't know, it just feels like they the, the signs are up saying, guys, you need to change, but everyone's just kind of like, what? You know, they're, they're too stuck in their ways a lot of times, so... To those that are leaving because they feel like they couldn't get anywhere or anything with it, you know, I applaud you for doing that because your health is more important, I feel like, than this. I'm pretty sure you could find a job somewhere else in the industry. It may not be as glamorous or glorious, but you'd probably be better for you, you know, better for your health and your mentality and sanity and all. So, um, you know, it's just, you know, it's just another sad story that this is happening and it's affecting a game, you know, which is set in its own because there are people who would love to play this. Nightball is one of them, I'm sure. But, you know, definitely... Yeah, I just... can't wait to get sniped by a foresight. <laughs> <laughs> but even so, even so... Like... They're going to make it a gold edition, too, one. <laughs> gold night. Even, even so, video games in general are not as niche anymore as they were. Like, now they're much more mainstream than they've ever been. And so, mm-hmm. being able to find... It's one thing if this was, like, what, 15, 20 years ago, and it's hard to find video game jobs because... Uh, only certain companies are hiring, or there's only like 40 video game companies out there. Now you got your Insomniacs, you got your Naughty Gods, you got your The Initiatives, you have your, you literally have Square Enix, you have Tencent, which we're going to be talking about here in a minute. We got so many different game companies that's out there right now that's hiring, and they could use talented individuals for their projects, let alone you got some people that's uh, leaving companies and starting their own company. They're starting their own thing for Go GoFundMes and stuff like that. So, Needless to say, these people at the top need to be more appreciative of what they have, when, especially when they're working on a big IP. I mean, they sure ought to be doing that in general, but especially if it's something that's like this watch closely, which is Perfect Dark, which I don't think is really anything that's like, it's not GoldenEye, but at the same time, it is something that people can get hyped for and excited for. So Definitely yeah. not Jet Force Gemini. <laughs> um. Story number three we have on here, which is Strangers of Paradise Reviews. All right. Darren Pontheus from GameSpot says this in an article. In a month filled with the big game launches, Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origins needs a special X Factor to stand out from all the comp- uh, competition. According to reviews, this is more action-packed take on Final Fantasy Universe does do just that. But f- for possibly all the wrong reasons. Developed by, game, uh, by Ninja Ga- Gaiden, and Neo Studio Team Ninja, the game's soul inspired souls inspired combat and flexible job system make it fun to explore, said some reviewers, but held by but 
It's held by a few other chaotic gameplay elements. Quote, Stranger Paradise is mostly a, a more focused version of Final Fantasy that shows some different directions for the series uh, from its traditional game. Uh, it even even if those directions take it down paths that are sometimes a bit dot 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 stranger end quote critic Phil Hornshaw had said in his Stranger of Paradise of Origin review despite those lingering issues uh, most reviewers agree that Stranger of Paradise flaws are what make it feel special and transforms the game into a rough diamond that constant that consists of compelling action nostalgic nods to the past so some of the reviews that's out there right now is GameSpot gives it a 7 out of 10. Destructoid gives it an 85 out of 100. IGN gave it an 8 out of 10. Game Informer gave it a 7 out of 10. And VG247 gave it a 3 out of 5. So, first and foremost, we've all played a little bit of Final Fantasy or uh, Stranger of Paradise. Okay? The gameplay in general is already fun. And... I'm speaking for myself, I do enjoy the gameplay of it. I do enjoy the elements that they have of it. The thing that I personally don't like about it right now in this demo phase is the way that the story is. I heard later on as you get through it, like through the actual, like towards the end of the demo, it starts wrapping things together and it starts making sense. Right now it makes absolutely no sense to me. I don't, I'm just dropped in the middle of this world and you have some... Your main characters listen to the Limp Biscuit. You, you got T Pain up in there as Ash with a flannel and some J's, you know. And <laughs> just like so. it's just it's just a really odd world. Yo yo, right now, yeah, yeah. It's just a really odd world for this game to like the characters that's in this game, and it sounds like it's kind of a mess, but like a fun mess for some people. So, I don't know. I'm very curious to see how it's going to be. I'm still getting it day one, especially since that was the pack that I had with Silent and Gravity. So, I mean, we'll be going ahead and getting through it as, as well. But it is one of those things where I'm like, I, I, I want to be even more excited about this game because those Final Fantasy stories to me are just so great. Like, 15, as, as short as the story was, was still an overall good story. Final Fantasy 7, 8, fantastic stories. 10, Probably the best story that's in the in, in this Final Fantasy series. Period. Um, I can't. Oh, that speak reminds on me for whatever. That reminds me for whatever reason. What what happened to nine? I'm still going. I'm actually still going through it. Okay, I'm still going through it. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I did jump on that. I can't say too much on that because I'm not super far into it. But I am. I am chipping away at it little by little. Thank you for keeping me accountable, though. <laughs> Thank you for that. But yeah, but with that being said, I I just don't know what um, what Stranger of Paradise is, has in store for me, especially if it's supposed to be a Final Fantasy origin. Talking about Final Fantasy One, because from from all the times that I've actually touched base on Final Fantasy One, which is not a lot, it was not like this. So I have no idea how how they're mixing this all together and what the end end game is going to be for this. So, I'm not really surprised by these reviews. With with that being said, I'm not surprised. I'm still excited to play it, um, the the full game. The demo is actually really fun too, as well. I'm willing to jump on with you guys are, but um, but as far as the the core game, uh, is it's pro- it's not going to be my game of the year. I already know that, but it is one of those things that's like, is this something that I'm going to come back to? Is this something that I'm excited for DLC for? Any commentary? Um, well, the guy's hunting chaos. He lets you know that pretty well. Pretty, pretty often, too. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Chaos. Chaos. Chaos.
I'm, here I'm just waiting chaos. for control. I'm just waiting for the control to activate. <laughs> um, I mean, I played the newest demo with you. It's I had some complaints like you know you can't make your own character. That was my first one, but it's like you know you, when you said it's like it's based off a story from there. It's like okay, that kind of makes sense. You know, it's like you're not going to be able to make a character and inject it into the story, but you could. But they didn't do it, so that's fine. Um, the getting of items and all seems interesting. Um, more like just running around grabbing stuff. I didn't see any crafting really in there, but I, we didn't get too much into it. So, um, I mean, all in all, if you're into the Final Fantasy games and you really want to play the story just to get the story and all, I, I think it will work for you. The combat, I had no problem with. The combat was fun. Yeah. Um, definitely very challenging and all. I think it's just the story is kind of what's like. It's kind cringy. of like, all right, right now, like, what are we doing it's here? Cringe. Yeah, yeah, it's a little, little, yeah. little cringy. And this is coming from a Final like, Fantasy fanatic. It's a bit cringe there. I will so, say, yeah. most have been saying, and this is people that's been playing Elden Ring and Final Fantasy, the, the demo, or, or even been reviewing it. A lot of people are saying that's a nice palate cleanser. Like, you're playing a Souls like game already. If you wanted to go to another Souls like game, it is a different style of souls. It's 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 more closer to Demon Souls than it is Elden Ring. So okay, nice little mix up there uh, for anyone that has Elden Ring and is interested or on the fence about picking up uh, 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 Strangers of Paradise. But yeah, yeah, I, I'm I mean that that opening. I will say this though, the the combat is fantastic. I actually do enjoy the combat a lot. Um, I thought I thought it was too easy because when we put it on normal. I, uh, I don't think I don't remember there being difficulty settings when me and Gravity played on the trial two that came out last year. So I'm pretty confident it was still set to hard. Because when we went through it together, it that first level was way too easy. I think we only like died a couple times, but that was just us being stupid. Like it wasn't anything that was just like ob- like obnoxiously hard. So mm-hmm. um so yeah, so I would definitely say if you guys are wanting to have a little bit more of a challenge and you're playing with three people, crank up that difficulty to the hardest settings. I would definitely say that. Um, and then, yeah, like I said, gameplay is fun. Uh, stories, something that just does not grab me right now. But but that I really intro, like the character. I like Ash. I like Ash. I don't like Jack right now, and Jed is on the fence for me. Like the, um, I don't. Really, I mean, I'm, well, I guess it's more of a personal problem. But if you're gonna be hunting demons, please don't hunt demons from the gap. Hey, hey, no, no complaints here on that. I, um, I will say though that intro, that opening intro that they showed chaos coming inside the castle and everything like that, that was a dope CGI trailer, and that made me be like, okay, I think they know what they're doing with this story. And then we got some fast like little montages of you meeting the rest of the. Yeah, he just stones like yeah, yeah, (laughs) put it in together, and you meet them for the first time. They're like, yeah, let's go hunt chaos. Like what? So yeah, it's just it's just a really bizarre scenario, and I'm very curious to see how the the base game is going to carry over because apparently your progression does carry over. So I'm wondering if what we're playing is in fact the beginning of how it starts. Um, you missed it, but I did enjoy that that pirate ship fight that me and Mildew was able to jump on. I did enjoy that. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, that was a uh, that was interesting. Yeah, yeah, I did. I definitely did enjoy that, but. Um, and I think at some point we might be fighting if we're fighting all the people that was in the first two trials because the first trial you just fought Chaos second trial you fought one more stage which I think that one was Ifrit and Shiva 
So, but in, yeah, so that pirate fight was the very first time I ever came across that. And I think, and it looks like that there's going to be another fight that we, that might be a little different than what I've even faced again. So, um, yeah, so I'm definitely down for jumping onside the demo more with you guys. Uh, uh, I guess tomorrow really would be the only time we would have unless you guys are free later on tonight. But uh, I know Thursday we have our uh, our SIN, uh, finishing out Anthem. And then Friday, I'm actually pretty busy because um, that's Jiu-Jitsu Kaisen Day. The movie mm-hmm. comes out, so I'll be watching that. Uh, yeah. But... Um, yeah, but yeah, but with that being said, do you have any additional commentaries, either one of you guys, about their reviews that you guys are seeing? Are do you guys agree, disagree with how they're reviewing it? Um, what are you, what are you, any lingering thoughts that you have about Final Fantasy Origins? From what, you, from, you need from to get this play? game because you you got to get this game because this guy has to find chaos. <laughs> He's got to find it. Help <laughs> him find chaos. <laughs> Help yeah. him find chaos. I guess there's like somebody. <laughs> Which I do remember this scene, but I don't remember it that well. Uh, to be completely honest with you, but th- I guess there's a there's a scene where the king is talking to you, and yeah, yeah and the king is talking to you, and he's just like, um, "You guys are warriors of light. We need you to do this." And then Jack's just like, "We only want to kill chaos." He's just like, "Well, we need you to do this." And he's just like, "Like BS," but he says the words, and then he puts on his AirPods and walks away, listening to some rock rock and roll music, <laughs> and people were cracking up at that part and. So it's just like one of those things where it's just like this is so ridiculous that's entertaining at some points. So yeah, we'll see what chaos has to offer this Friday. Chaos. <laughs> um, story number four, which is actually our final story of the day. For honor is going crossplay. That's right. For honor going crossplay. Zex Weizen from Kotaku says this in their article. Good news for for uh, for honor players. Ubisoft has announced that last that next week to, in uh, the 2017 online action game will finally receive crossplay support as part of the game's next season of content. Sure, it looks over five year, uh, took over five years, but this should help speed up the matchmaking times, which all which is also always nice. On March 10th, Ubisoft released a short blog post confirming that crossplay is coming for, for to For Honor. As explained in the post, crossplay will be uh, implemented in two phases. Phase 1 launches on March 17th and will allow players to cross on Xbox, PlayStation, and PC to play together in PvE and PvP modes via matchmaking. Phase 2, which doesn't have a release date, will expand crossplay to support private matches and group play. According to Ubisoft, it decided to release crossplay like this because Phase 1 was ready sooner and the and the publisher wanted to get the, uh, the feature into the game to help improve matchmaking time sooner than later. So anyone that's playing For Honor, I own For Honor. And that's all my backlog of games that I want to beat for the campaign. I know it's not entirely like super long or anything like that, but it is one that I, I've been enjoying playing cooperatively with my with my buddies. Um, so yeah, so if anyone that's playing For Honor, good news for you guys. It's going to be in two days. Phase one's going to be having happening towards this crossplay across uh, consoles and PC, and then Phase two is going to be coming TBD. Um, okay. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, all right. that's our all things gaming for uh, episode eleven, season two, March fifteenth, twenty twenty two. Before we go ahead and dismiss again, just a reminder: this Thursday, eight p.m. Eastern Standard Time is our SIN segment. 
Uh, we'll be going again uh, 8 p.m. EST. So you guys can check us out there as we wrap up the game of Anthem. Uh, this uh, Saturday is our Digimon Masters Online for our 9 to 5. Uh, just a reminder again, we're going to be ending it uh, the first part around uh, noon, and then we're going to resume at 2 p.m. instead of 1 p.m. EST. And then we're going to talk about our thoughts about the game that we played on PC at 4.30 p.m. EST as well. How are you, How are you doing? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Thank you guys. We appreciate you guys. Guys, we love you guys. Want to give a shout out to Rice inside the the chat that uh, dropped in for for a little bit of tips as far as uh, game development. Really cool stuff there. Joshi zero uh, zero one, which is I'm assuming is your buddy that's been to kind of doing some research with you guys. You guys are on it, which is really dope. Uh, and then anybody else has been chiming in and been following us and subscribing to us. Do want to remind you guys if you guys have Amazon Prime and a Twitch account, if you guys combine them together just like that, predator handshake type style, then you guys will be able to uh, get a free sub uh, for to add to anybody that is on Twitch. Um, oh my god, I just got a sub, boy. Subway. Yeah, you'll be able to get a free subscription <laughs> that you guys can uh, subscribe to anybody on Twitch. If you guys don't want to use it for ALWZ Gaming, be sure to use it on another Twitch streamer because they probably earned it and deserved it. And that's five bucks that you're just wasting otherwise. Um, but yeah, if you guys want to use it for us, we will not complain. <laughs> I am Malachi36. This is Mildew and Carrot. This is It's Nine Ball signing off for the final time today. Control. Alt. Complete. Complete. Complete it. Base it.